Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And today I have a very special guest, scholarship athlete, wellness babe, Erica Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, Erica. So nice. (laughs) Hi, I'm happy to be here. Wellness babe. It's crazy because it's like bikini to wellness. And I just love having like wellness by my name now. <laughs> Yay. That's so cool. Yeah. Nothing, so, against, nothing against bikini, but <laughs> you're in the wellness world. Ballpark. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to share with everybody the process that I, I don't know if listeners had listened way back when, when I had proposed that I wanted to accept a scholarship athlete and mm-hmm. uh, I got a lot of applications, really big response last September And as I was reading through them, yours was the one that just really stood out to me as like, just, I mean, it was like a clear picture as to why I would pick you, um, in your response. And I tried to dig it up because I wanted to read it to everybody on air, but I just wanted you to kind of like share in your own words, um, after we, you know, kind of have gone through this six month journey. So you kind of came to me you were just getting ready for a show in bikini. Yeah. And I actually, I had, I was torn between two different applicants. So Shara, who we've listened to her podcast, like uh, probably a month ago, she did her first show in bikini. And so I Killed decided to, yeah, after looking at your photos, cause that was part of the application process. Oh. I was like, this girl needs to do wellness. She has the genetic <laughs> structure for the imbalance, like beautiful gluteum tie-in and like large legs. And you did very well in bikini previously. Mm-hmm. You had competed before and we'll get into your history and all that. But, um, and you were just getting ready for a bikini show. And I just said, mm-hmm. okay, well, you know, we went through the application process. I told you you were accepted. And I said, let's just add true novice wellness and see how you do. And so we can tell that story as well. But uh, so in November, we started together like right after you were done with your very first bikini. open bikini, mm-hmm. novice bikini, and then true novice wellness show in mm-hmm. November. So these past six months, we've spent shaping your body to fit more of the division and wellness. And she just stepped off stage this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So a lot to unpack there. Let's start from the beginning. What motivated you to apply for this scholarship athlete spot? So when I started prep, um, I listened to your podcast a lot, the Grand Group Community Podcast, just to help me with tips and tricks and just to motivate me to compete. Um, and then I, there was one podcast where you said you're going to do the scholarship program. And I just saw it as, okay, like, let me just, sign up and see like if I have what it takes to be trained by another coach or like if I can just let's let's see what I got you know so I applied for your scholarship and I think along the lines you said like why would we choose you for the scholarship program and if I can remember I know I put the lifestyle of a competitor is what I like to live and I would be fit for it because 
training like with my coach previously like training me like I have the mindset I have the discipline I have the consistency (laughs) I have the drive and it's just what bodybuilding did for me was shape me into a whole different person than I want to than what I was before before it was more of like a girl who didn't have confidence who doubted herself every day who just had the mindset of okay well I just want to party drink I don't want to do anything else um and then as soon as I got into bodybuilding it just shifted me a whole different way I looked at life um I you were looking for bikini competitors so in my head I just thought like okay she has so many applicants like I don't even think I'm gonna get it and then I'm competing right now so I don't think she wants to take me on because I'm competing so it'll be harder and like I don't even know the length the scholarship was but then again in my mind I was like you know what just this is your self-doubt coming in again like stop just apply you you have what it takes you have it in you like this is the lifestyle you live this is the lifestyle you love and if you choose that's just gonna boost you up even more so I kid you not when I submitted the application I was like oh my god now we wait and it's like in my head I'm like oh it's gonna like hurt me if it says like oh we're sorry but (laughs) but then as soon as I got your email and you said congratulations I was like oh my god I got it but then I got my like I was like out of like um how do you say it it was just crazy because you said wellness and I'm like what is wellness like what is this and then you showed me the pictures of like wellness and I'm like oh my god like you're choosing a bikini competitor but yet you see this whole different side of me that I can grow in which made me even like more happy because I didn't even see I didn't even see that in myself well that's yeah and can you tell the audience Mm -hmm. just kind of so where you came from, because I Mm -hmm. think that's, what's like super powerful. I, I heard in your application. So what resonated with me is first of all, like, this is the prep life, you know, podcast. So you were emulating a prep life and I believe you were previously, um, 80 pounds, like you had lost 80 pounds. Mm -hmm. So tell this, tell that story. How long did that take to lose the 80 pounds? Oh man. Okay. So my life diet thing was like a (laughs) yo-yo. So I like, right. As soon as I got, as soon as I got out of high school, of course, everyone, not everyone, but you gained the college 15. In my Mm -hmm. case, it was probably like 30. And then I started going to the gym with my friends. And then I started like getting into nutrition. So I started I changed my eating habits and then that's when I dropped like a lot of weight. So I think I went from like 214 to like 150, I want to say. Wow. And that was like my first because I, I was watching what I was eating. I was going to the gym and then we all turned 21. So we just started drinking, eating, um, partying. Like it was just a bad mixture. So I just gained it all back because I didn't care. But I was still consistently like, going to the gym but just it was like a yo-yo diet it wasn't it was it was nothing was on track and COVID hit and that's when I I remember like we it was my best friend's birthday party and we took a picture and I just looked at myself and I said oh my god 
I have gained so much. Like I, I was in shock. And when it came to competing, I remember when I first got into fitness, I always had the idea of stepping on stage. I just never wanted to commit to the prep life, the, the sacrifice, the discipline, the, the schedule you're on every day to step on stage, to cut because we were, we wanted a party. So COVID hit and I just said, you know what, like, I need to do this for myself. Like I, I want to I need to start doing what I want to do for myself and not just get into this whole, just keep everything the same, you know, I need change. So that's when I hired a coach, my previous coach, and we went through basically like a maintenance phase first to get my metabolism on the right track. So that was 2021 of May. And then we did a whole maintenance for like up until like March of 2022. That's when everything was going good. I was dropping weight. Um, my body composition was changing. When I started with the first coach, I was 184. Okay. And then tell, like, tell everybody like what your stage weight is and what your height is. I'm five seven as of Saturday. <laughs> I'm five seven as of Saturday. I always thought it was five eight, but I'm five seven. Um, and my stage weight for my first bikini competition. Yeah, you can name your your stage weights. So okay, yeah, like for so my- this past one, obviously in wellness, you're gonna weigh a little bit more than a bikini uh-huh. competitor. However, you actually weigh the same as your November yeah. show. So your first so, competition was August of 2022? Yes, August 2022. Okay. And I think my stage weight was 128. Okay, so it's always been 128. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is good I was, for five I was, Yeah, but I was so tiny. Like compared to my wellness and compared to bikini, I, like when you put them together, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you had way more like, muscle yeah. and way tighter in terms of like less body fat, but way more muscle. Yeah. The 128, we'll have to show a comparison of like what that body looks like at 128 in three different phases. Um, March, 2022, that's when we stopped like my, uh, like the maintenance phase. And then that's when we started like the actual cut because I wanted to step on stage in June. And then, so we did like the four month cup, but June came and I got very scared. I felt like I just wasn't lean enough. I wasn't ready. Like my posing wasn't right. So we pushed it back um, to August because I just told her like, I just need like another month and a half to like diet down to see if we can get more lean and then just like practice my posing more. So I stepped on stage my first time, August 4th. Mm Mm-hmm. So from March to August, that's when like we really cut down. So it's like five months. So your max and weight, then, when you look back, you said it was 215? 215. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 215, yeah. 215, 128. March 215. Yeah. So 128. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. let's talk about your... um. So when we 
when we did the first competition, or when you did the first competition, you did true novice bikini and you did pretty mm-hmm. well, right? You placed, mm-hmm. what did you place there? Fourth. Okay. And then mm-hmm. in November, you decided after you knew that you were getting the scholarship, you said that you would try to add on wellness to just kind of see what it was yeah. like. Um, you know, at that point we weren't working together. Um, mm-hmm. but you, you came to me for posing for wellness and mm-hmm. that was it. That was kind of like, so we started after your show where in open bikini and novice bikini, what did you place in that show in November? Second. Okay. And then you got third and open. So you did not get nationally qualified in bikini. No. Correct? Yeah. Mm-mm. And then true novice wellness, you got second. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So from there, we were basically reverse dieting you mm-hmm. when we started together. So it was like really just like right after post show doing a deload and reversing. So can you tell us about your experience on that, how that was, it's probably, you know, since you kind of did two shows semi back to back, you probably didn't have like a true reverse the first time. So what was that like during the holidays? Um, you know, reversing out of a show and trying to get through <laughs> all the, the festivities of like Thanksgiving um, and everything that kind of like hit you right after your show. Oh, I know. We reversed dieted like November, December, and then January, right? And then February mm-hmm. we started cut. Yep. Reversing through the holidays, it wasn't that hard. Um, I know like during like Thanksgiving, I did go a little off the rails <laughs> but and then I think for Christmas um I didn't really go off the rails because I knew how I felt on Thanksgiving and I was like I just don't want to feel like that again mm-hmm. um it it was hard but it it wasn't easy but it wasn't hard because I knew I had a goal I, ha- I wanted a good reverse diet um and then just the feeling of like overeating and binging and doing all that stuff. Like, I just don't like how I feel after, like, I know the pros and the cons, like, yes, at mm-hmm. the moment, it's going to feel good. Like you're going to eat all this, but then the con after it's like, you're going to feel overextended. You're going to feel bloated. You're going to want to throw up. Like, it's just, it wasn't like, I had to really like shift my mindset to, okay, like, what do you want? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt nice like eating with my family and then just like feeling that like normal for that day. But as soon as like that day was done, it's like, okay, let's get right back on track. Like, and a big thing that always like brought me back to getting on track was you, like you as a coach, you chose me for the scholarship. You saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. So it's like, why are you going to let yourself down? And why are you going to let your coach down? You know? So. Love that. Yeah. So we, we tried, you know, we were building up your calories slowly in the reverse diet. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the highest we got was like 1700. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did that kind of gradually each month, you know, um, adding back in like 200 calories, like each month and really trying to focus on growth. So what would you say is the biggest difference as a wellness competitor versus a bikini competitor when it comes to the training methods? 
that you had to adopt? Uh, I love wellness training. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I am very quad dominant. When I was training for bikini, it was a lot of glue and hamstring work. Um, And when you switch me to wellness, you would just add like a lot of hack squats, leg extensions, leg press, lunges. And I was living for it (laughs) just because I am quad dominant. And then every time I feel like during bikini, when I would work out, it was just like, yes, I would focus like on my glutes and my hamstrings, but like my quads would just activate and I I can't escape my quads. So switching to wellness, it was great because. I would just love every workout. Um, the difference is it is a lot of like, cause you had me like on three days of leg day mm-hmm. and each day, like you obviously like we would focus on the quads and then you would have the glutes and hamstrings. Whereas bikini, it's like, you'd only have like two quad exercises and then the rest is just glutes and hamstrings. Yes. <laughs> so it was, it was, tough switch switching because every day after leg day I'd just be like destroyed I just want to like lay down but it was just better because I just felt like I was getting um I was being challenged more on like my lower body and it was something different and every time I would see like new like my quads grow or like when I would measure them I'd get so excited (laughs) and you can if you're watching on YouTube you can see her jacked like upper body right now. Um, <laughs> it was her birthday this past week. And um, so, yeah, she had her show on Saturday. So definitely got, you know, some good foods back in. But tell us about how your upper body is different with wellness versus bikini. Um, bikini, it's more. So with bikini, I'm trying to think of my body with bikini, but I feel like they stayed the same. However, we had to kind of like tone it down because you wanted a bigger up, you wanted a bigger lower body than like an up, uh, than an upper body. But uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like they got bigger. If anything, they look good. And then when I was doing bikini, they just felt like they just looked toned. They were small, but they just looked toned. That's it. And yeah. I feel like that's what the, the, the judges wanted. Whereas wellness, like. They, they still look big, but they're not overpowering my lower body because my lower body grew so much. Yeah. So before you were symmetrical mm-hmm. where your upper body had to match your lower Matched body, which lower was body. basically a hard thing to do with your genetic structure, because you do have really, even though you're quad dominant, like you have a really good glute ham tie in. Mm-hmm. It's very pronounced. Even when you were, you know, like deep into your reverse before we started cutting you can still see your ham tie-ins even in an improvement season type of situation. So it's that imbalance, right? So the way that I trained your upper body, just for the listeners so that they know from my perspective. So like with bikini, we're going to focus on shoulders and back. Whereas with you, I would hit like more tricep work, more bicep work, chest, Mm -hmm. um, shoulders, lats. We still want the conditioning and we want the muscle symmetry and tone, but we want it to be asymmetrical to your lower half. So it should look dwarfed compared to your lower body. Um, So it was still the right tone and the right balance and shape, but just like way smaller than your lower half is Mm -hmm. essentially. Whereas in bikini, 
you basically want to like be able to fold yourself in half. So like your rear delts and your back and your round shoulders should create that hourglass where your shoulders should be matching your glutes. And in this case, we want it to be narrow, like a bell where you're like Mm -hmm. lower dominant everything. Yeah. 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 So I feel like with bikini, my, like my upper body was already there. So Uh what you had me doing was like a lot of hit where it was just more like, yeah, more movement because everything was here. It just needed to be like more defined, but I feel like even with the hit, it was still growing. And at first I was thinking, um, at first I was thinking like, okay, maybe like with all this hit, it's not going to grow. And I was getting scared, but then I kept doing it. And I was like, no, like my body, they're, they're getting big. (laughs) They're getting big. So I just, I, like I said, I stuck to the plan. I was like, I trust my coach. Let's do it. And then that was a whole different thing because with bikini, it was just like a structure of like, okay, like four sets of rear delts, four sets shoulder press, like tricep, bicep. And it was just, you know, you're just working through it. Whereas when I would have my upper body days with you, I was just like, like going, like running around. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> yeah. I was doing upper body, but I would still get a pump and I would, and like day by day, I would watch my shoulders grow. And my back was like more defined and it was just insane. Yeah. Your conditioning was there. So yeah. For those mm-hmm. of you that don't know, like in, when I'm training a wellness competitor versus a bikini. So like with bikini, they're going for a hypertrophy goal where they're, you know, taking the time under tension and then the rest periods for like 30 mm-hmm. seconds to a minute. Whereas in, um, uh, an upper body conditioning state for a wellness competitor, I'm doing like ski erg, uh, rower, you know, mm-hmm. battle ropes, that rower upper body row is my favorite or just like higher repetition, more supersetting, mm-hmm. um, lighter weights, but we're still yeah. like doing it hit style. So you're getting like a mixture of like a conditioning move with, um, like, a a high rep type of like, what I, and I, what I did like, what I did like too, it was like, it, it was something different because I've never done that style of training. Uh-huh. And I feel that my body had like plateaued, if that makes sense from like how I was training before. So when you added the conditioning, that's when I was really starting to see like um, differences in like my upper body muscles. Like you can see more, uh, what's it called? Straight, striations? Is that the word? Um, yeah, just like know. your cuts. Like definition, yeah. Yeah, definition, yeah. And your I your lines, what, I guess you would yeah. say. Yeah. That's what my body needed. And then when you switched like, Cause I was doing a bunch of steady state cardio. And when you added the hit cardio, I, I, I just would see a difference. And yeah. I just thought to myself, I think my body plateaued from like my previous style of training. So when you added that every day, I was just like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And so again, I'll just educate the listeners. So with steady state, that would be a great move for your body type for somebody that's trying to get for a bikini. So like if I mm-hmm. had somebody with your genetics that did not want to do wellness, I would have to give them steady state to decrease the size of their legs to fit the category. So that would be breaking down your muscle. It would not be building up your, um, you know, your type one fibers like hit does hit 
you know, it builds muscle. It gives mm-hmm. you those like fast twitch muscles that are larger in volume and size. So for your lower body, we want hit. We don't want steady state until you got to a point where we were dieting enough that you were, you were conditioned down. You had too low of body fat for hit to be properly okay. fueled. So like the last month or so I, I switched yeah. you to steady state just because your calories were lower as you were leading into the show. So I just always want to protect people from injury. The padding on your joints isn't as um, prevalent when you have really low body fat and you were, you were at that point, like four weeks out, we just needed to switch it back over. But for the majority of the time we did hit while you were building and then also while you were cutting um, until the very end. So that's kind of like the differences there. Um, were there any other things that you felt like? Um, so let's talk about actually show day and like peak week. So last week, um, first of all, can you tell the audience like what you actually placed in open wellness and novice wellness, which you've never done before? Uh, so I, in novice, I placed first. Um, and open, I play second. Second. Uh-huh. Yeah. Play so she's second. nationally qualified mm-hmm. in open. <laughs> she never was in bikini. Um, she got third. So if you get first okay. or second in open, um, she was an open D and there were four people and she got moved to the middle, splitting center. Yeah. And then you had your first overall pose down experience where you were the winner yeah. of your class C. I didn't even know that was gonna happen. And then <laughs> They like, I well, got, I told you it was yeah, probably gonna happen. I'm like, I practice your walk to the back curtain. They place the medal, and then they're just like, and I was walking off. They're like, no, 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 stay. And I'm like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, stay. And I was like, why? And they're just like, it's overall. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so then they they put me to the side, and then that's when like we went, we all went out, and then Sandy was like okay walk to the curtain and I'm like oh my god I have to walk to the curtain so I was like okay high slow yes and we practice this every week for months yeah at least 10 weeks ahead of time yeah um just because I always make sure that all of my clients know and I asked you like to ask the expediter because I had a feeling you might have gotten first in both you were splitting center for people and open you might have been in the overall pose down for that but I had a feeling that you won your class in novice. And I said, make sure you ask the expediter if they're going to have an overall for novice, because Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're probably going to have to walk to the back curtain. So hopefully your muscle memory, even though you were kind of like in shock and um, Mm -hmm. like it it was a lot of excitement and everything, but hopefully that muscle memory of like all those weeks of practicing, walking to the back Mm -hmm. curtain and preparing you, hopefully that helped. But yeah, I think my family has a video, so um, I'm going to ask them for it, but I feel like one of my about my walk the my walk back to the curtain was was great. Yeah. Well, when we practiced, it always was. So yeah, You're a very good poser. So <laughs> this time around, you um, so some things that I wanted to talk about. So because you had such massive weight loss, um, I think this is something. So can you share your age with the audience first of all? Yeah, I'm 28 as of May 17th. <laughs> Yes. And you are in school currently, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm studying to be a respiratory therapist. Yeah. So she was in finals. Oh, uh, God. She was having her finals <laughs> during peak week. And oh, I know that was a lot. Um, when do you graduate with your respiratory therapist? 
It's agreed. Uh, next May. Next May. Okay. So with that being said, we did a bit of a different um, peak week than you were used to from mm-hmm. previous. And I don't want to ever like throw any other coaches under the bus. Mm-hmm. And your coach did a lot for you. I mean, she helped you lose 80 pounds. Yeah. Um, so we're I'll not going to appreciate her. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to go like that's, no. you know, this is a totally different thing. So with, with that being said, this peak week, I know it, it felt different. Um, can you, I can explain the science behind like the front load that we did, but for you, mm-hmm. like, how did you feel like your physique came through with this type of peaking? It was amazing. <laughs> um, it was a little scary because so you up my carbs Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So in my head, I was thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to eat all these carbs like my body's going to blow. It's just going to like I'm just not going to look as lean as I should. But as soon as I was eating every day, I'd wake up and I would see like my body composition and then I would see the definition of muscles and I would still like I was still lean and it was insane. I'm like, oh, my God, my body is like just soaking up all these carbs in the right way. And the day of show day, I woke up and I just like looked at my my overall like package and I just said, this is it like I'm ready. Like I loved it. Like those three days of depletion you put me through, I'm like, so worth it. <laughs> I would do it again. (laughs) Yeah. So with the front load, basically the science behind it is that you do three days of depletion. So Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, she depleted carbs. We did like 63% of her baseline carbs. And what that does is if you think about a sponge and you think about a dried out sponge, that's basically what you're doing by like pulling the carbs lower, just like only having them pre and post workout. You're kind of depleting that and that sponge is getting really rock hard and dry. And then on Wednesday, you do like a 1.75 times her baseline carbs where it's a huge high factor. It's a front load. And basically it's like pouring a bunch of water on that sponge and the sponge just opens up. And that's like what your muscles do with all that glycogen. So if we were to compete and do that the day before, so like a rapid backload where we did that on Friday, the next morning she w- woke up waistline was up a little bit because it's just a lot of carbs to consume. Your digestive tract just can't handle that much and wake up the next day and look fantastic. Now I will say like your muscle bellies were pressing against the skin. So you looked more conditioned. You, your tie-ins were like even more sharp, but we need 48 hours basically to kind of like absorb and digest. So some foods take up to like 16 hours to digest. And so we wouldn't want to do that the night before. So we do that on Wednesday. And then on Thursday and Friday, I ended up, you know, it's based on check-in and we check in every day, but, um, basically you were looking good. You kept dropping inches, your waist. We hit all of your goals, like for your glutes. I wanted them to stay in wellness at 36 inches because we needed them big and full. Um, And then we wanted your waist to get down to 24, uh, which it did. And weight was down to 128. And so I just gave you max um, amount of carbs, which is like a 1.25 times factor of your baseline. 
So Thursday and Friday, we kind of like titrated down a little bit from uh, the Wednesday load, but kept it pretty high and you came in tight, but full. So, um, and we didn't cut water. We didn't mm-hmm. put you on a diuretic. Like you came in lean and healthy. And I ultimately think that's why you did so well, but, um, but yeah. So what are your thoughts? Oh, I want to go back on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thoughts overall, it was, it was a good prep. It was definitely hard only cause I did have a lot going on with school and work and then like family. But at the end of the day, I love the package we brought compared to my previous shows. Not that I didn't like how my body looked then, but this was just, I felt more confident. I walked in there and I usually like my past previous shows, like I'll keep my robe on and I'll just like hide my body. Cause I don't, was like shy or just I was like okay I'm not lean enough like I don't have enough muscle but this time I was walking around the hotel lobby and with my robe off I was like look at what I built (laughs) so during prep yeah there was times where I just like wanted to give up because majority of it was just handling school and then handling cardio training prepping my meals like just and also work yeah And I also, I, yeah, I did go to work. So just all of that was just so heavy on me, but then, um, every day I just woke up and I'm just like, no, like you love this. Like you wouldn't trade anything else for it. And then I'm in my room right now. So I would always, um, hang little like cards. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that'll just like motivate me in the morning to, to keep going. Um, I'd write in my journal a lot at night to just reflect on the day and just like, I always just remember my why and why I started. And then again, a big part of it was you, like why you chose me to be in this division, to win the scholarship, to go into wellness because you saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, but and as far as posing too, like, when I stepped on stage, it was just a whole, I just felt a whole completely different from like the first time I stepped on stage. I felt more confident. And when I hit, when it came to my posing, like hitting my posing, it was just like, I flowed through it instead of just like rushing through it. And what and, do you uh, think was the difference there with the posing? What made that difference? I just practiced more compared to like my previous shows, like every day I'd be in my heels every day after every workout. Okay. Let's just, even if it was just like five minutes, just hit your pose or hit your back pose or just walk up and down. Um, at night too, like I come home from work and I'm just like, I'm so tired, but then it's just like, okay, you're already going to change into your pajamas. Just put on your suit before put on your heels and just hit a pose or walk up and down your room. Like just little things like that. I feel like did help me with my posing a lot. Awesome. Yeah. I want to, if you don't mind, can we talk about the skin um, with the weight loss and all that? Like how we, um, I think that was like a huge thing where we used oh, the bikini the, bite oh, and yeah. the posing with the pinching. Uh-huh. Yeah. So bikini bite, I had put on my suit. 
um, right before I stepped on stage because since I did have a big weight loss, I still have loose skin around my abdominal area. So when I put the bikini bite on like the bottom of my abdominal area, it really hid that like loose skin that was hanging. So when I stepped on stage, it looked like you couldn't see that little fold. It yeah. was just, you could see my bikini and then it just looked like my abs looked flat. Yep. It was and, like a, and then a tummy tuck. It was like an illusion. Like, yeah, basically. Yeah, like you were cutting off skin basically, but you were just bikini biting the bottoms uh-huh. of your, the front of your and suit. when I did my quarter, like when I did my quarter turn, like, yeah, mm-hmm. quarter turn, um, you had me with my wrist, like just pinch my skin back as I turn. And then that made another illusion to where I didn't have that like side loose skin. It just looked like my waist just like shrunk even more. Yeah. Cause you had a six pack mm-hmm. and you had the condition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just a matter of like the aesthetic of the skin. So mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, like for even like masters people or people that have had babies or people that have had extreme weight loss. Those are important things to kind of talk about. I think, because I do think it made a big difference. Um, where maybe if you're comfortable with it, we can show like a before and after of how we, how we manipulated that because it made an aesthetic look that was really flawless. I thought after that change made a big difference. Um, were there any other thoughts that you had about, um, like, what do you think your feedback will be? I know you weren't able to stay after just because there were other categories after you. Um, but Sandy was your head judge. So what do you think she'll have to say about your feedback um looking back at my pictures and then like my presentation on stage I think feedback would probably be growing my glutes a little bit more because I I feel like my glutes were there but they weren't as big as like when you look at the the overall pose down for mm-hmm. for open I think or was it not this for novice yeah for novice uh-huh. um the girl on the, on the far right her glutes are massive and then when she turns her quads are massive too so I think it's she'll give me feedback on like more development on my quads and my glutes mm-hmm. and then um probably tweak in my posing and my transitions because I feel like my transitions are kind of off I was kind of just like okay move here move there but as far as like my hand movements go, like, I think those are fine. And then like, obviously like my smiling, I always looked at Sandy. She kept me like sane. <laughs> um, but definitely more mass on my quads and my glutes. Yeah. And I think that just comes mm-hmm. with time because you were transitioning yeah. from bikini and mm-hmm. you had six months. So it wasn't a huge I amount know. of time to grow. Yeah. Um, And then you are a natural athlete too. So that plays a factor as well where, Mm -hmm. you know, there is use of like PDs, especially in the category of wellness, like when it comes to that. So, um, I do think that you, for a six month transformation from a transition from bikini to wellness, like you, you made really big strides and, um, yeah, yeah. So it'll just take time, Mm -hmm. but you're, you're ready for that because you have school Mm -hmm. that you want to get taken care of and all that. And, um, just so the audience has an idea, how many hours of school were you spending each week that you were in prep? And then also like how many hours were you working on average? 
Um, on average, I was working 30 hours a week and I would go to school Monday through Thursday. So I had a class each day and each class was like a lecture in the lab. And then Thursday, I had my clinical rotation. And that was from 6.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sorry, Friday, I had my clinical rotation. It was from 6.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Yeah, and I think and time management-wise, that's yeah, incredible. It was, it's very it impressive was, so like, that you got that done. You had, you had me working out six days a week, so my rest day had to be on that clinical rotation day because mm -hmm. I couldn't wake up early to do cardio because the gym wasn't open. And at night I would do my clinical rotation, but then head to work right after. And I'd only have like an hour break between clinicals and work. So. Which is another then, reason why I definitely impressed me, like with your, um, with your work ethic, like as far as like being a scholarship recipient for a need, like I felt like you being in school and working that hard with a job too, that I just felt like, you know, that you were also, that was just like another layer of why I wanted to award you with that. Um, so that you didn't have to pay for coaching, um, to add yeah. extra stress. So. Uh -huh. no, but, yeah. And I, I always, I always told, I remember like every check-in I always tell you like, dude, I'm so grateful to have you as a coach and to be, to have won the scholarship program because not many people, you know, it's, it's expensive. <laughs> um yeah posing is expensive yeah posing suit everything everything that comes with it so at the when I wanted to just be like oh my god I want to slice a cake or oh my god I don't want to train or oh I don't want to do cardio it just like brought me back to hey you want something because someone believes in you because someone knows like you can be great and at the end of the day, it's like, I always tell myself, I don't want to be average. I don't want to be normal. Like I want to be great because I know I can be great. Yeah. I love that. So I think that's where we're going to end it. Unless there was something mm -hmm. that you wanted to talk about that um, we didn't mention. I know you had mm -hmm. rented a suit from GGB suit rentals. Yes. My suit. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I don't want to return it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. Um, the suit definitely helped renting because suits can get very pricey. So obviously suits are around like 800 to 600. Um, but thankfully like you glam girl bikini, you guys rent suits for your competitors. So that definitely helped my pocket. Um, and what I like about it is you sent me five suits. So like you gave me a variety instead of just like one and that Royal blue with my skin tone, like, Oh my God. Like my gorgeous. friends and family were just like, you look so good. And I'm like, I feel good. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I love this too. I love that you sent the pads and then the, the cushion. The and then, yeah. So then at the NPC workshop that I went to, they actually taught us like what to do with the padding and what to do with the pillow stuffing mm -hmm. to make. Cause obviously like I do not have, I do not have cleavage. So I have <laughs> Those to work with what I have. You too. I know. <laughs> um, so I had to work with what I have. And doing the pillow stuffing and the padding really did help. Um, but otherwise, like the suit, they're from Angel Competition Bikinis, right? Some of them are. They're different yeah. brands, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're 
the suit was good. And that's what added more to like my confidence. Um, especially the back because my glutes were looking very good in that suit from the back. <laughs> yeah. I think it makes a big difference when you feel confident in your body. Like you said, mm -hmm. you were proud of the work that you did. And I think that really translates on stage. I think that that's one thing that Sandy will probably mention is that your stage presence and like your confidence, all of that. I thought your posing looked really good. Um, so I guess the last thing I wanted to ask you is because I know you had used a wig previously and um, you have short hair. So mm -hmm. you had transitioned over to extensions. Which one do you prefer just for those listeners that maybe are on the fence of like doing a wig or doing extensions? Extensions. <laughs> you like the extensions better? Yeah. yeah. At the time when I did the wig, my hair wasn't long enough to put in extensions. So it just would have looked choppy. Mm -hmm. Um so I had to resort to the wig, but the wig had bangs. And I feel like that just kind of threw off my stage presence. Like I, I personally didn't like how I looked with the wig, but I had to work with what I had. And then um, for this show, I, I straightened my hair one day and I'm like, you know what? I think it's long enough that I can put an extension. And then I tested it out and it worked. So, Yeah. I thought it looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you did DIY pro tan right DIY pro 10 yes um my best friend came and put my first coat second coat and then my tan my actual tan in the Saturday morning that was um, really nice. I personally like doing DIY only because when you buy the the tan at the show like you're running on their time and I like to run on my time I don't like to stress about like okay I have to wake up at five to get my tan and then I have to go at this time to get my tan and then same with makeup my cousin came and did my makeup so um it's just like everything on show days like I don't want to stress about worrying about this worrying about that like if I can deload one more stress it's fine yeah and I feel like since you are in Orange County and the venue that Muscle Contest has for oh, yeah. all three of your shows right have been mm -hmm. within 10 minutes from your house which could is very convenient. And then the yeah. fact that you can just do your hair and makeup outsourced in your own house and take your mm -hmm. time and wake up on your time and not have to like rush That's to the great. venue to get something done. Yeah. Or like you said, wake up earlier mm -hmm. than what you would have wanted to, you were able to get a good night's sleep in your own bed. And yeah, so it's definitely a way, those of you listeners that are looking for a way to like, especially if it's your first show, um, or if you're looking to save costs, you know, find something in your local area that the NPC has gotten so big that their calendar is, you know, you're, you're bound to find huge. something that is in your area. And so if you can, you know, find people that can do your hair and makeup, the cost to the show sponsored hair and makeup is like they have to like pay for travel for their, you know, their stylists and then their artists. And then they also have to pay for like the hotel room. And sometimes they have to pay like a sponsorship fee. So when you can save on that and just get it, I mean, like you had your cousin do your makeup and it looked gorgeous. Um, just make sure that they have experience with show makeup because it yeah. is a big difference, um, mm -hmm. which you were able to get those dramatic like eyes and um, like very dramatic lashes and things. So it looked like she knew what she was doing. Yeah, she she always does. I trust no one else with my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she it was beautiful. Well, I think with that, um, 
where can people find you if they have more questions um, for you or if they just want to tag you on their story and tell them how much um, they appreciated hearing you today? Where are some places we can find you? Um, I am on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, I honestly don't know my handles by memory. <laughs> but <I think laughs> are they all Instagram... the same? Because I know you're E. Lopez on um, Instagram. Is that yeah. is it the same throughout your um on TikTok it's the same but it's like not three Z's, it's one Z and then underscore. <laughs> yeah, she's E L O P E Z Z Z underscore on Instagram, but I'll put that in the show notes. Um so and if you give TikTok, me your other or your it's other handles. Just minus one Z. <laughs> <laughs> just two Z's instead of three. Just two Z's instead of three. Awesome. Are you, are there any closing words or like, um, piece of pieces of advice that you want to leave our listeners with before we hop off? Um, yes. So words of advice, if you are looking to compete in your first show, just be honest with yourself. Um, it does take a lot of, it takes a lot about it. It takes a lot out of you. So if you're mentally, good if you're like mentally like good with yourself good with your body um if you're financially ready if you have um just a support go ahead and compete glam girl bikini has amazing coaches so they know what to do they'll get you on track and it is a fun sport and even if it's not like the sport you want to do, if it's just a good time, it's like, even if you just want to do it just one time, like to cross off your bucket list, I recommend it because the motive, the, the outcome you get out of it, the like the person it changes you is just, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. You'll never be the same again. No, you'll never way. be the same again. Yeah. You learn and things pretty- about what you're capable of, what you didn't think you could mm-hmm. ever achieve. For sure. Exactly. I love it. That's awesome. Well, if you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. If you would like to apply for the team for your unicorn prep, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off. Thanks for listening.